Y'all, all it takes is one seed in a family. It's amazing how just one seed can produce an abundance of fruit. One of you needs to stand up and say, yes, I draw the line here. I'm going to have health. I am not going to walk in obesity like my grandparents or my great grandparents. Hey y'all, welcome back to the God's Perfect Size Show, where faith and fat loss intersect to help you live your best life in Christ. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, and I'm so glad to be here with you today. Today's show is for anyone who is on the fence. You faithful listeners who tune in every week, you're listening to advice, you are taking away great information, but you haven't quite made the decision or settled in your heart where you stand around this faith and fat loss piece. This show is for you. I want to talk to your heart. I want to talk to your faith, the faith that you have in God. I know many of you who listen are believers in Jesus Christ, and you trust him. You've given your lives to him. You believe he can do the impossible. Well, I'm talking to that part of you today that believes in Jesus and believes that he can do the impossible because weight loss can often feel impossible for us. It's one of those things that We need to live this life, but we feel like we don't always have as much control over it as we should. And that's valid. I mean, we can eat well, we can do the best that we can, and we can hope that everything is working out internally, but we can't peer inside of our own bodies and we can't often control when cells go rogue. We'll acknowledge that. And we definitely need a savior, but I'm going to talk to you about the part you can control. If you've been listening in every week and you've heard what I've had to say about becoming God's perfect size, not looking like what the world tells you, this is the standard of beauty, we're scrapping all of that and throwing it in the trash, we're going to deal with how God made you, how fearfully and wonderfully made you are, how you are perfectly the way he wants you to be, your physical features, but maybe there's a part of you that has been struggling with eating too much or even under eating. Maybe there's a part of you that you don't have like a full-blown food addiction, but maybe you, like me, for years, you walk by, you toss food into your mouth or you eat things not even thinking about it sometimes. Or maybe you do think about it I was well past that point of just tossing things into my mouth. I kind of obsessed over food for years. Maybe you're not there. Maybe you just want to lose a few pounds for once and for all and stop the yo-yoing. Stop going back and forth. Stop losing the same 10 pounds for the last 20 years. Maybe that's where you want to be. I know that's where I want to live and where I want to stay. And so if you are in that space, then let's talk about it. Let's just get it all out on the table and let's go at this thing through the lens of faith. That's what we're doing here today. So I was reading, I've read this particular scripture before, but earlier this week I was reading Romans chapter 12 verses one and two, and I just sat there thinking about it. And I'm going to read it to you just so you know where my mindset was and how this train of thought came to be. So I was reading in Romans chapter 12, and it's the ESV version, and it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and 
perfect. So this particular passage just had me stuck in thought this week because I thought, as believers, we really cannot make any changes in our life unless we renew our mind. It all starts there. Even salvation starts there. Unless you allow God to give you his mindset and understand that his son is a savior, we can't be saved. Until we come to the mindset of maybe some of our actions around food are sinful, we can't stop it. We can't change it. And so if you're on the fence about, I don't know if my eating is sinful. I don't know if, you know, throwing food in my mouth here and there is a bad thing. I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't really know where I stand. I want to talk to you about that because those types of things are holding you up from making the progress that you need to make. I feel like the enemy loves to see us in limbo. He loves to see us questioning everything. You know, in one moment, God might put on your heart, put the chips down or don't do that. Leave that alone. But in the very next breath, the enemy comes along and says, is it really so bad? I mean, it's just one small bag of chips. Or is that really so terrible? It's just one little drink. That's what the enemy does. As soon as a seed of faith has been sown into us, the enemy comes and plucks it up. And so we live in this constant state of doubting and questioning and wondering, is this really sinful? Is it not? Are we really doing the right thing or are we not? Does this really matter in the grand scheme of things or does it not? I want us to firmly stand on the side of faith. Even if you are living in a place where your weight is maybe 30, 40 pounds, you know, up from where you need to be ideally, maybe you eat a little too much on the weekends, or maybe you drink a little too much through the week after work because it's been a stressful day. Maybe if you're living in that space and you're kind of just living in limbo, living on the fence, not sure which side you want to land on, I'm going to encourage you to choose God. You know, I had to decide a long time ago, I don't always know if everything I'm doing is perfect, but what I'm going to strive to do is choose God every single time. And that clears up a lot of things for me. And maybe that's something that can help you. If you are not sure if your eating patterns are glorifying God, then maybe talk to the Father about it and then come down on the side of, I'm going to do the hard thing and maybe the thing that's not so convenient and just choose God. I'm going to choose not to have this. If I have doubts around this thing, I'm going to choose not to do it. Maybe that's where you need to start on your journey. And the way you start on your journey is simply by renewing your mind. Now that's almost laughable because I said simply. It's as simple as actually getting your Bible out and then reading what God has to say about how to treat your body. It's as simple as that. The hard part, though, comes in in walking it out. I'm not going to kid you or fool you and make you think that just because you read a scripture, it's going to be everything's going to be magically okay in your life and it's going to feel easy all of a sudden. Food temptations are going to fall by the wayside. You're going to be hopping through a field of daisies and the birds are singing and suddenly you're at your goal weight. Child, if it worked that way, I would have lost weight a long time ago. And maybe it works that way for some people, but it certainly never worked that way for me. What it looked like for me was literally renewing my mind every single day. Some days it was easy. I would read the scriptures. I would meditate on the scriptures. And then when it came to mealtime, I would whisper those scriptures that I had either written down on note cards and left them in the dining room 
Or I would whisper them because I'd read them so often, I could say them from memory. The renewing of my mind is what changed everything. And it was the catalyst to get me to where I am today. But it all started with renewing my mind. I stopped yo-yoing back and forth and living in that middle ground of wondering, is it sinful? Is it not? I just kept reading scripture and listening in my spirit. And what that looked like is me praying to God and actually having a sense of feeling at ease when I was eating or feeling maybe uncomfortable, like I wasn't doing something right. That's what I mean by listening to God when it came to eating. Once I started reading the scriptures, I had a better sense of knowing in myself when I was eating to please God. And then I also had a better sense of knowing when I was eating in a sinful way. And for me, I knew that it had become sinful because I was worshiping food. I was thinking about it far too often. It had become an idol and it had taken over my life. And this is how I personally knew it was an idol. I knew it was an idol when it started taking my money, my time. I was sacrificing my health and I couldn't do what God was calling me to do because I was so out of shape and so obsessed with always finding my next meal. And for some that looks like always finding the next high. I couldn't really do what God was calling me to do. I couldn't even pray the way he was calling me to pray. And so I knew my behaviors around food were sinful. But for some of you, it might not feel that drastic. It might just be throwing a few chips back here and there. But a lot of times we're not even asking God, is this something that's glorifying you? Is this something that's going to help the temple, my body, which you now indwell, Holy Spirit? Is this something that's going to help my body do what you've called me to do? If the answer to that is no, then that's a place where you have to start talking to the Father about breaking those habits, about overeating or impulsively throwing food in your mouth that you're not even aware of because you've been doing it so long. That's a place where you have to actually take it to the Father and say, Lord, help me deal with this. And so that's what this that's what this episode is all about. It's about helping you recognize the patterns that you have. Are they keeping you stuck in limbo and not moving forward in your health journey? And if they are keeping you stuck, then I'm going to encourage you to renew your mind with the word of God. Take your Bible out and start reading. I personally love reading the book of John If you want to feel loved and you need a little more self-love, read the book of John. If you want to learn how to fight this fight and come out on the side of faith, then maybe start in Ephesians and just start reading one chapter every week. And you can read that one chapter, read it on a Monday, and then put it down, pray over it, and let it just ruminate in your mind. Go back on Tuesday, read that same chapter again. The reason I say read it again is because oftentimes when we read it the first time and we get that first impression, we haven't really dug into the meat or the meaning of that chapter and we need time to soak it up and then let God talk to us about it. The more we know what that chapter says, the more he can open your mind to what it means for your life. So always reread chapters. Read them on a Monday, read it, read the same chapter on Tuesday. And then after you feel like God is releasing you from that chapter, go on to the next chapter and read that one and repeat the pattern. Read it on a, on a Wednesday and then read it again on a Thursday and pray about it both those days and keep asking God, well, what does this mean? What does that mean? And let him start to renew your mind. You'll find that 
the more you immerse yourself in the word of God, the more God pulls you out of limbo and into his will. You heard that right. The more you allow yourself to be saturated in the word of God, the more his word woos you to him and pulls you out of limbo and puts you in a place of strength and in a place of deeper understanding. It's really impossible to fall in love with the word of God and fall in love with the father and fall in love with Jesus and stay in the exact same place. His love does not work that way. It always moves you to the heart of God. It moves you towards what he desires. It moves you towards his will. So if you feel stuck in your weight loss journey, try renewing your mind. Let God's word retrain you train your thinking, and then move you towards the Father so that you find your freedom and you find that you have something to fight these cravings with. If all you have is what the world has, the weapons that the world has, you're going to get the same results every time. There's no guarantee with the world's words. There's no guarantee with these ads that they, that they flash in front of you all day long, but there is a guarantee with the word of God. He's going to do exactly what he tells you he's going to do. So if you find a word that talks about freedom and you start believing that word and you read it over and over again and your confession every day is, God, I believe you. I may not see it today. I may not see it yet. I may not see my pant size going down, but I believe you. And you trust in that word. You will look up in time and find that that word has come true in your life because it will never fail you. God's word will never fail you. It's the one certain thing you can depend on until the day you go to heaven. So let his word renew you. Let the power of his word transform your life and move you out of a place of complacency or out of gray middle ground where you're not sure and let his word pull you towards him into right standing into his will. That's what his word promises to do. I'll be praying for you this week. I want you to pray for yourself. If you feel like you're stuck in limbo, ask God for exactly what you need. Say, God, just pray like this. Say, God, I feel like I'm always in limbo when it concerns my weight. I need you to help me know what your will is for my body and then do it. Even if it's hard, even if I don't like it, help me do it anyways, because I'd rather suffer and please you than have all of the comfort in the world and miss the calling that you have on my life. Really, that's what's at stake here, y'all. We are trying to get healthy so that we can carry out the will of God. I know many of you out there have businesses that you want to start. I know many of you out there want to have your first child or have families that you want to grow up healthfully. Don't let the enemy rob you of what God has planned for you. And don't let him cut your days short. Let God give you the health that you're seeking. Let God break the bad habits so that you can pass on something beautiful to your children and not the bad habits that that maybe you've grown up with. Let him eradicate those so that you have a new legacy, a new way of living and, and taking care of your body and that your children and your children's children will see that and you will have a new legacy of health in your family. Y'all, all all it takes is one seed in a family. It's amazing how just one seed can produce an abundance of fruit. One of you needs to stand up and say, yes, I draw the line here. I'm going to have health. I am not going to walk in obesity like my grandparents or my great-grandparents or even my, my parents. 
one of you has the opportunity to stand up and say, I draw the line here. We're going to do the will of God for our family and we're going to walk in health. And yes, we are going to have prosperous ministries and we're going to have businesses that we can actually run and enjoy because you have health to do it. That's what this is all about. It's about you having the health you need to carry out the will of God in your life. I hope this episode helps you. I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would give you the courage and strength to see God and to seek out his word and to really ingest it and let it transform you and move you from that middle ground into a place of sure-footedness, knowing that you can do this in Christ, no matter what. God be with you, and I'm so grateful that you joined me, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye, y'all.